Welcome to Box Talk, a podcast for affiliates and coaches. Brought to you by Balanced Habits, the leading coaching, certification, and licensing company offering consumers a foodication and sustainable, healthy nutrition. Well, welcome to this episode of Box Talk. I know I say this every episode, I literally do, but I'm here with another special guest because on Box Talk we only have special guests. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, uh, my name is Ryan Cage. I'm the owner of CrossFit PR Star. Um, we've been open, it'll be six years this July. So we've been established for, for quite some time right now. That's pretty good, isn't it? Like five years is, that's like a pinnacle mark to get over that five year hump. So yeah, you know, for us, it was, let's just get past year one. And then from there it was every other year afterwards. So, yeah, I think that's um, but every yeah. affiliate story. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, uh, but no, we're, we're excited, you know, six years in, in running. So we're, we're excited with where we're going. So. That's Absolutely. Awesome. Cool. And Ryan, I do have to ask, why CrossFit PR star? Where'd that name come from? Uh, you know, it's actually funny because so you, you obviously sent me some questions. I was trying to figure out, you know, how we actually established that name. Um, at the time, my business partner and I were going back and forth. We originally were going to be CrossFit caged. And apparently there's one in over in Germany somewhere. So we, we got... We got Ixnate on that one pretty quick. So I actually had a buddy who owns CrossFit Ridgeline up in Morgantown. I was pinging upon in some ideas with him, and he was like, how about PR Star? And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, personal record, yeah. So it stuck, and we ran with it. And we've we've tried to brand as much as we could with, with PR and then our our little star. Yeah, no, I, you're wearing the shirt with your logo on it right now. That's actually a pretty neat logo with the little half star and that's neat yeah. so yeah that's cool. I, I think everywhere in the gym has this logo on it so we we try to brand as much as possible yeah no and i'm, I'm sure we're going to dive into that um <laughs> and i would love to just start off though ryan what's your story i mean tell us a little bit about finding the name but how'd you even come to own a crossfit gym uh, well, you know, I went to, I went to WVU. Uh, I was going to be an athletic coaching and education major. Uh, I fell in love with coaching for, for a long time and then realized, you know, or at that time it wasn't really what I wanted. So I left and I came home, um, got a business major and worked for my dad. Uh, that was okay at the time. I, uh, managed, uh, some of his clients that he dealt with from his business um, learned some things, and then I went and got a provisional license to be a substitute teacher, and then I became a special ed teacher for three years. Uh, coached high school basketball at West Potomac High School. Um, fell in love with that, and just kind of was confused though at the time exactly what I wanted to do. So uh, at that time, uh, I had my son David, who is nine now, and uh, I was very overweight. I, I'd always played sports and, uh, and I just got really lethargic and bored and tired and I found hammer down CrossFit. And the reason that's important is because that's actually the gym that I bought out and merged with. So, um, they helped me understand what I wanted to understand. They helped me understand CrossFit. They took me from about 240 pounds to about 195 in about a year, year and a half. Um, being strong was never an issue. It was just more of the understanding of gymnastics and stuff like that. And it was about a year and a half in. Um, I went up to, to Todd, at the, who was the owner, and thanked him for everything, but told him I was going to venture off and start my own gym. Uh, and we started in my garage with four horse stall mats, uh, 
let's see, we've been open for six years. So my son was three. My daughter, Isabella, at the time was maybe one. And my other daughter, Lucy, wasn't even a thought in our eyes. So, uh, and we just built from there. So we, uh, it's been a fun ride. It's been tiresome. Um, you know, I, I laugh. I have a lot of, uh, a lot of friends that are outside the CrossFit world. Um, I still live in the area that uh, I grew up in. So I have my CrossFit family and then I have my, what I would say, my other family. Um, and, and they do believe that it's just, Hey, I get to go and hang out at a gym all day and kind of do whatever I want. And, and it's far, far from the truth. You know, morning started for me, uh, about 4am almost every day. So I've actually just started to change my schedule. So that's nice. So I get to sleep in until about six. What? Who are you? That's wild. You're crazy, man. um yeah so i mean that's 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 the story about me um you know it's been a fun fun ride i would not trade this for anything um but i do think that people have a misconception of not only just a crossfit gym or something else like that you know it it takes a lot of hard work and and to be honest with you you kind of have to get lucky um luck is involved um when i acquired hammer down it was just literally being at the right place at the right time yeah, no. And so let's talk about that. Let's go into that now, because I know that was a big reason why I, why I wanted to talk to you, Ryan, is, uh, you know, you cross PR star was open and then you did acquire a second gym. So can you kind of go into the story of that and how that went down? Yeah, so um, we, all right, let's see. We're about a year. Okay. So I would say around the fourth year of CrossFit PR star, my business partner at the time came to me um, and he wanted to be bought out and he was ready to... Uh, you know, no issues. It was just we were both headed in a different direction, and that was fine. So uh, we made that deal work. And at the time, it was like, okay, our membership base has been right around that 100, 115 people mark. Um, I definitely felt like we were more of a hobby box instead of a CrossFit gym or a business. Um, and uh, it was time to really take the vision that I had at the beginning and start imply, uh, applying it to everything else that we wanted. So um, our facility at the time was 4,500 square feet. The people next to – and I own that, that building. Um, the people next to us were renting out. They decided that they were going to leave. And I was like, let's put an offer down. So right when we put that offer down, I got a phone call from Todd Katz, the owner of Hammerdown CrossFit. And we had run a uh, – we hosted a local competition together called Halloween Havoc. We did it for four years, wow. and he and he called me up and he's like, "Hey, let's it's it's June. We got to get together. We got to start figuring out all the all the details that come with it that that happen and that go at the end of October." And we were sitting down, and he just kind of expressed that he was thinking about selling the gym. He was tired. He was burnt out. Um, and uh, I said, "Well, if you send me over your numbers, I'd be more than happy to take a look." Uh, he sent me his numbers. I went to the beach. And I probably negotiated with him for about a month to two months, and we finally signed the papers, and we went from there. Um, and so I had made a big purchase of a 4,500-square-foot facility that we are upgrading right now, which will be 11,000 square feet, to purchasing another CrossFit gym and managing all of that at once. So, um, you know, I know we talked a couple months ago about social media and all the hats that I've worn or were, was wearing. Um, 
<laughs> it's tough, man. It's tough. You know, my wife always gives me shit, and she's just like, are we seriously doing this now, and we're doing this? And I told her, I promise you, I promise, once we move into this, the new, once we move back to our 11,000-square-foot facility, I was like, it's, it'll calm down. It'll calm down just a little bit. So, um, you know, Todd and I went back and forth on the negotiations. Uh, he had another interested buyer. Um, but because of our background and uh, what he has seen, the community that we built or I built, um, he felt better handing it off to me than, I guess, somebody else. Hmm. So. Yeah, because it's almost like he's giving up a child that he's grown and, and poured into. Yeah, um, he was Hammerdown CrossFit, other than CrossFit Reston, uh, owned by Jeff and Maggie Tinsher, and then uh, CrossFit Burke by uh, Jamie Gallagher. There was nothing else in our area. So that was also another reason why I wanted to, to venture out. Um, when I originally decided to open CrossFit PR Star, we were going to be anywhere between 10 and 15 miles down the road. Uh, but as things started to occur and opportunities happened and I was able to buy a building, we were literally 200 yards from Hammerdown. So you had two communities trying to to live in the same area, right? And, you know, it wasn't a bad thing. It's just they did things differently and I did things differently and um, to each your own, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, but, you know, we, we had long talks. Um, you know, there was a couple, I wouldn't say stipulations, but things that I needed to keep him at ease in the sense of his staff that he had and um, how they did things and how they, you know, he wanted to see the community grow together instead of, I would say coming in and wiping everything out. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Oh my goodness, I, I'm tired just listening to you talk about this initial process. I can't imagine what it's been like the past year actually trying to fulfill it. <laughs> it, it it's been a challenge. Um, you know, I can tell you that because when we opened PR Star um, so close to Hammerdown, um, and because I came from that community. Um, we weren't looked as bad people, but we were looked as, you know, somebody that didn't fully buy into the um, mentality and community that they had. And that was, that was far from the case. You know, I, um, I know that everybody says that they fall in love with CrossFit and there's a passion for it. Um, I think that's a 100% true statement, but then I also think there's other people that have a different passion for it and running the business and, going um becoming an entrepreneur you know my dad's company that he has had or had for 20 plus years um if he knew it or not taught me a few things about just running a business and and being the owner and doing the things that you have to do to not only put food on the table for your family but put food on the table for everybody else and offer something that's that's exciting um so you know there was i wouldn't say bad blood um but I can tell you that when Todd and I decided that we were going to sign this uh, agreement, my dad was very against it. But I went over to Hammerdown and did basically uh, what I called a firing squad. I stood up. I invited any members that wanted to be there. And, man, I took it. I took it. I took it hard. Oh. Uh, I, I had to answer questions. I was asked why I originally left Hammerdown. I was asked. Uh, what our coaching mentality was versus what their coaching mentality was. Um, I was told that out of their 170 members that they would only want their coaches and no one would want ours. 
I was told that, uh, you know, depending on times, because our times over at PR Star compared to what Hammerdown had were different. Um, we actually built in 15-minute windows. So we had like a 5 a.m., a 6.15, and a 7.30, where they were accustomed to a 5, 6, and 7 a.m. Um, and I believe, and I will quote-unquote pat myself on the back for a second, I did a very good job to dispel a lot of those um, things. And uh, our member retention after that was like 93%. So um, out of the, the merger, it, it went really well. Um, and I think that that firing squad or that uh, Q&A that I offered up, I also brought over a few coaches. Um, I brought over members from PR Star to offer information that it wasn't just me feeding a, a line of BS. It was other people that could support my vision in our community. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I'll tell you what, the past year has been, a, it's been an interesting one. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's been fun though. I, like I said, I said it earlier, I wouldn't trade it for, for anything. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious, what was maybe one of the toughest questions they asked you? Do you have like an idea of, uh, you know, maybe a hard one that was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they just asked me that. Yeah, so um, when I when I left Hammer Down, um, competing was was it for me. That's all I wanted to do, um, and you know I, I realized I was a really good CrossFitter, and then I realized when I started and found CrossFit, unfortunately, I'm considered the old guy, right? Uh, there's there's people that are on our competition team that call me dad. I'm only thirty. I'll be thirty five, but I'm considered dad to the group, um, and that's fine. Um, but I had to quickly understand that um, competing for every for within CrossFit on a different level isn't for everybody. Um, and so we had a we personally didn't have this mentality, but the outside community thought that the only thing that PR Star did were competitive athletes. You had to be these quote unquote badass or fire breather. Um, so the toughest question. I was given was, well, I heard that you will make people do whatever you have written down. And I said, well, unfortunately, well, no, I said, fortunately, that is not the case. Um, I learned out of our six years, about three years ago, I started creating two workouts a day. So, and we don't call it RX and uh, scaled, we call it performance and health. Um, Oh, okay. Apparently, RX and scaled can have a very negative connotation. I didn't RX it. Um, to yep. me, it's just to me, it's just a workout, right? I, I, but it could be an AMRAP ten, and it could be fifty cows on the rower and ten muscle ups, right? That would be the performance workout. For the health workout, it would be AMRAP ten of forty cows on the rower and ten strict pull ups and ten dips, something along those lines, right? Um, and we have always encouraged everybody that uh, it doesn't matter if you are experienced CrossFitter that has everything and you're a games athlete all the way down to the person that just came in the door. We're going to make sure that we adjust your workout so you get the best workout. And I, and I know that other CrossFit gyms say that. We've been doing that from day one. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm not trying to say that we created that, but I, I can say that we've been doing that for six years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so... That was a tough question because they had this mentality that we were these quote unquote only competitive people, badasses, whatever you want to call it. And it, I had to earn their trust and understanding that that's not who we were. Um, 
So that was that was a challenge. Um, yeah. Well, and you guys aren't the only ones. I've been seeing more and more of that because I think, unfortunately, the word scale does have this negative connotation to it. Be like, oh, I only did the workout scale. Like, I mean, I know I've been I've been privy to that too. Or you just you want to hit you know hit that RX number, or hit that RX button, or whatever it may be. <laughs> and I don't know, maybe changing it like that could have a really positive impact on an athlete. Yeah, and, and we do it differently in a sense of if you came in and you said, hey, Ryan, I see that you programmed 125-pound cleans. I can definitely do that in the health or the performance version, but you know I don't have those toes to bar yet. All right, well, why don't we mix and match and find the best workout for, for Heather today or, or for whoever, right? Um, so we we at PR Star – Prior to merger um, and, and, and then after merger have learned pretty quickly that you got to be able to adapt on the fly. So um, I think that's one thing that makes us very unique, um, very different. And um, I definitely think that we have learned throughout the years that what modification that somebody has will not be the exact same modification for the next person. Right. And I and I encourage every gym or whoever is out there training or whatever you're doing um, if you're not in a setting that allows that or does that, I would probably go find a new place. Yeah. So, so, so you had, did the firing squad, you brave, brave soul way to, <laughs> way to, way to step up and answer the questions. But I guess what were some of the next steps that you took, you know, to make this merger successful? Because it sounds like there was a lot that went into it. And I just kind of want to know maybe some key aspects that you think really helped it succeed. Well, so one of the things that I did to, to help it succeed was um, I actually went in prior to us signing the agreement and started observing and evaluating all their coaches. Um, and then I evaluated all my coaches again, and I only allowed myself and two other coaches that I had on staff at the time to do that. Um, people that, not that I don't trust my staff, but people I would say that are in my inner, inner circle. So, um, they went in and, and they made their evaluations and we sat down and, and we went from there. Um, the one thing that I wanted to offer this community that we were merging together, uh, number one was a whole new mindset. So instead of being hammer down versus PR star, um, we stopped using the word hammer down altogether. Um, you, quote unquote, we're allowed to say it. Right. And it wasn't in a bad way. It was just, it was causing a divide. Um, the next thing that we did is we created a sign and it said one family and we put that over our big door. And every time that we hashtag, we said it was one family. Um, the next thing kind of talking about why we evaluated coaches is we wanted to offer at least two coaches to the bigger classes. So I had at the time, 10 people on staff, and Hammerdown had 10 people on staff. Even after evaluations, I found homes, quote-unquote homes, or positions for every single person. So I had then, I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> I have me and 20, I think it was 22 total people on staff. So we started doing a lot more um, – monthly meetings um you literally doubled the people you had to manage in like yeah a second. and not only did i do that i had to take a group of people that were running things differently than the way my vision was so um 
you know, uh, so we, we did that. We did, um, we started doing coaches clinics so we could start talking apples to apples instead of saying, well, um, you know, coach Eric said that he wanted to do the scarecrow on the snatch and coach Ryan said that he wanted to drive the hips more. So now across the board, it's the same, whatever comes out of, if my mouth is going to come out of the same as everybody else's mouth, right? We all speak the same language and that took a long time to get to, um, you know, and then we started evaluating coaches again. And unfortunately, some coaches that were on staff from my PR star staff and even on the hammer down staff were had to, had to be let go on the, on the coaching level. Um, and it wasn't, and, and I do know, and you know, I'm, we'll see what my wife has to say after this, but, um, it wasn't, it wasn't a personal issue. You know, I, I have no problem being friends with somebody. And then on top of that, I have no problem hitting the stop button and then being a, on a business level, right? Um, business is business, friends are friends. And, and I can click quickly draw that uh, line in the sand. So we, we had to make adjustments. And um, unfortunately, that was, a, that was another tough decision that I had to make. And it was, it was a challenge, right? And there was people very upset with me. You know, in this position, you're going to make, you know, CrossFit's amazing because we have this community and everybody's involved. And really, at the end of the day, there's not a lot of things that happen in a CrossFit gym that you don't know about or didn't hear about or this or that. Um, but when it's a bad decision or it's a decision that the community might not agree with, that firing squad only goes to one person, right? Um, and that comes right on my doorstep. And that's fine. I understand that. Um, my, my dad and and my brother, who um, was the uh, COO of my dad's company, they, they've taught me well. Um, you know, uh, sometimes, you know, it's just it can be a lonely world. Um, but, you know, even on those people that I had to let go, um, some of them are my closest friends. Some of them are going to Miami with me this weekend. Some of them are staying in the house with me this weekend. But I had to say, hey, you, are, you can't be on my staff. I love you, but you can't give me what I want on a business level. And that's fine. Are you looking to increase member performance in your box? Balanced Habits offers a nutrition profit center that will leave your competition in the dust. Learn more about the Balanced Habits foodication programs by visiting partners.balancedhabits.com slash boxpro. You have to do what's best for business. You have to do what's best for your members. And if that means firing a coach that is also one of your best friends, it's like... You, you, I don't know, you have to like reach an agreement with them be like, we have to understand that, like you said, friends are friends, business is business. Yeah, and, and you know, there were coaches that we let go that are still members, and there's coaches that we let go that, that left, and there's coaches that we let go that are going to be opening their own affiliates that will be, quote-unquote, our competition, and that's, that's fine, right? Um, I live in a very populated community in northern virginia i mean in fairfax county i think there's like 1.9 million people just in our county uh we live in one of the biggest commuter capitals of the world there i don't care if you crossfit orange theory globo gym i don't care um i know what we offer uh i just want people to be healthy i i I really do um so kind of what you said you guys were only what was it 200 feet or something from hammer down at first like oh yeah 200 yards yeah we were yards well but obviously like you guys both survived for a while like there were enough people to go around yeah there's plenty of people to go around right so um and you know to be to be fun uh honest one of i think the most interesting things is you know out of all this and the merger of everybody and whatnot 
one member that we still have that people did not think that this individual would be a member would was is Todd Katz, the owner of Hammerdown. So he's a member of PR Star. He comes, his wife comes. Um, so wow. you know, it's it's you know, he comes in and a lot of the community that wow. we have are the people that started in his garage uh, eight, nine years ago that now follow our mentality. And mm-hmm. it's it's been great. It's been well, great. Well, that's a testament to even maybe how the merger d- went down between you two. Like, that means that it was done well and done right. Because if it wasn't, I'm sure he wouldn't be coming. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure he wouldn't be. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So, um so yeah, no, it, it's it's been good. I mean, there have been hiccups, there have been uh, challenges, um, but it's overall been been good, right? And uh, you know, things are now. It's a new year, and we're moving in a direction of what we're going to do next, right? So I went and uh, I hired three full time staff. So after I hired them, we had to go do evaluations again and see who was going to stay on and then who wasn't going to stay on. And now our staff. From when I merged with Hammerdown, which was at like 22, I think we're down to nine or ten. <laughs> Ryan's like, yes, less people to manage. <laughs> right, and then so I have I have Cameron Curry who who came from with to us from Hong Kong, um, uh, originally from Pennsylvania, right? Just like, and, oh, who is this kid that's traveling yeah, the world? <laughs> tra- he, that's what he did. He went from Florida to like South Africa to Hong Kong, and then we just randomly found each other and. So I've hired from outside uh, him as the manager. I hired from inside uh, Joel Helmick, who was a professional soccer player. And then I hired uh, Karen Costello, who was a Hammerdown member. So I went PR star, Hammerdown, and outside. And we have all learned how to mesh pretty damn well together. Yeah. Uh, I just I think that's cool that you guys have learned that. Um I'm kind of curious, Ryan, just looking back, especially on this past year and, and the merger, is there anything you would have done different? Uh, <laughs> I, don't like, know if I don't know if I can talk. No. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, I, I had, no, you know, I don't know if there's anything I would have done differently. Um, I, you know, I, I think I saw the quote the other day, you know, the only way you learn is, ha- is by failure or something along those lines. Um, I think the biggest thing I would have done differently is is stopped believing that, you know, eva- value value myself better or, or more appropriately and instead of trying to do it now or in like year four and a half, five, instead of and doing it at the beginning. Um you know, because at one point it was like, oh, you want to join? Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll whatever, whatever rate you want, right? Like, I, I, um, I wish I took the business more seriously at year three instead of the hobbyness. Or hey, I just want all my friends here and we'll figure it out. And I mean, that was my full time job though too. So it's not like I didn't make a living off of it. It's just I didn't run it exactly the way I envisioned it from day one. And I wish I did that. Um, with the merger, I don't know. I guess I could have made some more tougher decisions earlier. But, I mean. You made a lot of tough decisions. I would give yourself a break on that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, that's a, that's a different story for a different day. But, yeah. um, you know, like I said, it, it, you're not going to make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. I've learned that. And I try really, really hard to, to make our community happy. I try to provide them the things that I think they want, um, all the equipment, 
You know, we are moving into a different facility. It is 11,000 square feet. We would be considered, or what I call us, as a luxury gym instead of a typical four-wall CrossFit box. Uh, we're going to have a coffee bar in there, luxury locker rooms. Uh, yeah, This yeah. sounds awesome. Steam rooms in the showers. Steam um, rooms? Yeah, you guys, this is different. This is, yeah, this is 2018 I CrossFit. It, it, I... <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, I mean, when I started CrossFit, uh, I mean, it was four walls. You know, we had a little Bose radio, and that's what we listened to, and it was, you know, that grimy dirtiness, and, and it was fine. That's what That was the cool thing about it. Um, but things evolve, and, uh, and yeah, no, I'm excited for this year. Mm. I'm excited. So, um, yeah, yeah I, I don't know if there's anything too much I would change, though. I think that's good. I mean, you don't have to have anything. I was just curious if there was, but I do want to ask, like, you said you had that hobby mentality. What what changed? Like, how did you finally realize, oh, I should treat this like a business? Um, well, <laughs> I, I think we always treated it like a business. It was a challenge. Um, you know, my business partner uh, at the time, he was he was great, man. Everybody liked him. He was, you know, the jolly guy that everybody liked. And unfortunately, I, I was always the guy that made the tough decision. So I, I don't know. Um, so it was always sometimes a headbutt there, um, but not in a bad way. It was just it was just what it was. Um, so I think that I always wanted to treat it like a business, but at times there was, you know, Hey, you know, I just cool. We'll let it go. It's cool. We'll, you know, it's all good. Um, and then I, you know, when he was bought out, um, and like I said, there was no, no ill will or no, anything like that. Um, it was time to figure out exactly how, okay, no longer anybody else. It is your show. How are you going to do it? How are you going to run it? Um, and, you know, I've always wanted to hire somebody. I always wanted a manager there um, so I could focus more on the business and not necessarily in the business. Um, I was coaching a ton of classes. I've, I've probably coached the majority of every 5 a.m. class that we've had until about six months ago, which, which is nice, you know. Um, but I still wake up at 3 in the morning. I was up this morning at 3. I worked for about an hour and a half and went back to bed and then got back up and you know, it's just it, it's just what works, right? Um, you know, it's uh, it's been good though. It's been really yeah. good. Now that turning point was that kind of when you guys got really into you know branding everything, or is that that past year that you've really branded? No, so we've we've branded from like day one. So you you, know? you feel like you've been pretty consistent with that since the beginning? Yeah, we've branded from day one. Um, you know. I remember when I left Hammer Down, one of the things that I remember is they had like the, the plyo boxes, right? So they all just look like plywood. And when I left, I was like, nah, we're going to paint our boxes black and we're going to put the PR Star logo on everything. So we made a, a stencil and we spray painted that on everything. Then we did it on all the walls. And then we painted our walls all white with black and red stripes because that was our colors at the time. Um, our our doors for our bathroom were painted black with chalkboard paint and they had, you could only put black and red marker on there to put your PR stuff, stuff on. And, uh, we just branded everything. We had magnets and coffee mugs and anything I could brand. I branded, um, our concept two rowers. I took off all the stickers and put PR star logos on that. Um, if I can brand it, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Right. Um, <laughs> And then so when we – so interesting thing about that. So over the past year, 
when we merged with Hammerdown, you know, one of the things talking about going back when you asked about one of the tougher questions, somebody requested that we change the name entirely. Not CrossFit PR Star and not Hammerdown. They wanted a whole new CrossFit name. Oh, wow. And I was like, whoa, time out, right? Um, you know, I get that you want it to be one family, one community, but I worked my ass off for this for this PR Star and what I've built. So I had to figure out a way, and I didn't know exactly what it was until Cameron and I and Joel and Karen and my wife Rachel sat down and – we went back and forth. Should we call it just PR Star Athletics and get rid of CrossFit? And I said, no, I want the word CrossFit in there. So we decided that we were going to go blue. Um, so you guys so, did a Renew logo. At, so oh, okay. everything in our current location is red and black. If you go to our website as of January 1st, our website is now blue and black and gray. All of our – we went through a whole new um, – coaching apparel so all our coaches stuff is now nike and it has the pr star logo you can have gray you can have white you can have a polo you can have a cutoff you have sweatsuits we offer that to our coaches Um, but this is their mandatory uniform that they have to wear Um, at the facility that's being built or finishing being built everything already is gray black or blue Um, the bathrooms will be gray black and blue uh, the barbells, I've just bought 20 new men's barbells and 15 new females barbells. Females barbells are gray. Men's barbells are black or, uh, blue from Rogue. Cool. So everything's branded on our end, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I would say that we've always branded, but now it's like a whole new branding mm-hmm. um, and everything that's red, I have to change to, to blue. So those concept two rowers are I'm going to have to up those. I just got to save some money to get to that level. Yeah, you just bought all those new barbells. (laughs) Oh, we bought barbells. We bought new weights. We bought ski ergs. Um, So Mm. when our members walk into the gym when we move, which is anywhere between the end of March and the end of April, it'll be literally like walking into a brand new facility. Oh, that's going to be so cool. They're going to love that. Yeah, and you know, it's it's neat because I have a lot of people when they go travel, they'll come back and they'll say, oh, you know, I went to this gym and we're so spoiled, blah, 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 blah. And I, I yeah, I live in Northern Virginia and I, Northern Virginia is the, Fairfax is the third richest county in America and Loudoun, which is right next to us, is the richest county in America. We're going to have nice things. I, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, I mean. I, I like nice things, so we're going to have nice things. <laughs> and I mean, if you're catering to people who like nice things, then yeah, you better have nice things. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I, people always ask me, you know, are you nervous with other CrossFit gyms coming in or com- competition? No, not at all. What I offer is going to be different than what the person down the road offers. I'm not saying that I'm the right way. I'm just saying I'm my way. And if you like it, here's your opportunity to join us. If, if not, I wish you luck. Um, I hope you find exactly what you want. Um, no ill will. I'm not going to yell at you or you know, look at you the wrong way. Um, but I'm going to focus on our community and make sure that our community grows and, and they're happy with what I provide and what my, my team provides. So, yeah. yeah. Um, another question for you. So with the hammer down location, are you rebranding all of that in there? So when we, okay, man, uh, I don't know how much time you, you had for this podcast, but this is um, great. No, I'm just like, I have all these questions. Awesome. So when we, when I went over for that quote unquote firing squad, um, 
we signed the documents at the end of October. Okay. So I went at, at the beginning of October. At the beginning of no, uh, November, I took everybody out of the Hammerdown location, which, was, which is 7,800 square feet. And I moved 225 members into our location that's being um, remodeled of 4,500 square feet. Whoa. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, and we were there for one month from November to December. And while I was there. How are you not dead from stress? Uh, I have a lot more gray hair now than I thought I would. <laughs> um, I'm telling you, it, it's, it's been a ride. Um, so from November 1 to November, what is it, 30 or 31st, um, we were all in the smaller location. Um, and that was another tough question to answer. Um, and uh, I had contractors come in, and I had them gut hammer down. I changed their colors from – it was like an orange to white walls with our black and red stripe. Um, I had them create this whole um, – we have two TVs in the middle and two TVs on the side with cubbies. Uh, so that's our quote-unquote whiteboard because we used Wattify. They didn't. So I had to then ask my lovely wife – to merge over 170 people from paper contracts into a Wattify system. That was fun. Um, <laughs> I created a ginormous storage unit in the corner. I changed the whole layout of how Hammerdown was. Um, and then the last week of November, I had my contractor come in and take down our entire, what is that, about 80-foot rig. And have him move that over to the Hammerdown location. And we had a whole week of no rig. So then I had to get really creative with programming. Uh, Which is good. Sometimes you need that. Sometimes you yeah. need that. Yep. And then uh, once we moved back over, they, they had a whole new facility. And it was completely different. Um, it was completely different. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been great. You know, we, <laughs> I've enjoyed it. It's fun. Um, you know, I know at the beginning of this podcast, I said we're probably going to slow down, but I, I don't see that happening anytime soon. Um, wow. That's you know, crazy. if it's if it's not opening another facility somewhere and it doesn't even have to be in Virginia. Um, I have a friend who uh, she's really big in nutrition. She's she's talked to me about doing some stuff. So maybe that's that's the next move. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, we uh, we rebranded the entire hammer down gym into CrossFit PR star. Hmm. Wow, that is crazy! You did that in a month. Oh my goodness! A month. It was a, uh, it was a crazy month. Yeah. Uh, but it was a fun month too. So and it, and and you know I got to give credit to to staff and and to my wife, uh, but you know my dad too. Um, he he's not a partner in any of this, uh, but he does help out sometimes. But he his thing is he likes to. He's built houses down at uh, Myrtle Beach, Outer Banks. So when I'm sitting there saying, hey, we're going to create this whole gym, um, he almost becomes too much. And I'm like, dude, can you give me a minute? Like, no, I need it to flow this way. No, 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 let's do this. Let's put this in there. You know, when we uh, when we bought the, the building next to our location that we're remodeling, he's like, can we get a hot tub in here? I was like, hold up. Wait, but wait, have you thought about that? Because that would be cool. Well, I, I did say if that people next door decide to move out, we can buy them maybe maybe down the road. So, and and 
Oh, man, to even talk about more stress. Um, so when all this was going down, I also started a new business, uh, Cryotherapy Advantage, which is a, a cryotherapy uh, recovery center, which is about a minute from CrossFit PR Star. Wow. So. No wonder your wife was like, seriously, are we doing all of this right now? <laughs> and and so and she has a full-time job. She works, well, it's about part-time now, but she works uh, for my dad as an accountant. She does all our books. Um, but it, it's been awesome, man. You know, for cryo advantage, um, our, our employees there are friends that I've made from the gym. Two of, uh, the two that are employees, um, they were teachers, they were ready to look for something else and I had an opportunity for them. So, um, you know, I, people give me a hard time, but you know, I got my, I got my cryo advantage girls. I got my PR star people. I got, I got Rachel, my wife keeping me in line. I got my kids running around who are hellions, so you know it's it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> hey, so. you are still alive. You're still breathing. Uh, yeah. You know, it sounds like you're enjoying the ride, and that's probably what's important. Oh, I I enjoy that ride. I do. I <laughs> yes. do. So. Wow, Ryan, what a crazy year 2017 was for you. That's insane. Yeah, I, I would definitely say 2016 and 2017 have been very ups and downs. Um, yeah. Because, you know, I will tell you, at one point in 2016, after I bought out my business partner, there was a time that I looked at Rachel and I was like, I don't know if, I don't know if this is going to work anymore. We, we might have to close the doors, liquidate everything, and then I'll go figure something else out. Hmm. So it has been, a, wow. it's been an interesting ride. So I guess probably one of my last questions for you then, because I, I, know, I know a lot of gym owners are facing kind of that that burnout stage and like we've seen with Hammerdown and that owner, like, you know, it overtook him and he was ready to be done. And, uh, and you just said like, you've had that point where you're like, I just don't think I can do it anymore. So I guess, <laughs> I don't know what advice or encouragement or, or things could you say that maybe helps you through that period of just like, Oh, crushing weights that maybe you think could help other affiliates that are feeling that. Um, you know, I, I think the first thing is this whole barter system that CrossFit has been built on needs, you, you need to change that. Um, and I did that for a long time. And then finally I was like, screw this. I'm, I'm paying all my coaches, this, 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 and this, and, um, this is what I expect in return. Um, so everybody has a full understanding of expectations. Um, and then I, I think that having a manager, and not trying to wear every single hat is really important. Um, try to do social media, plan events, program, coach. Um, I, being the person that everybody emails or texts or Facebook message, that's just a lot, right? Um, so that was one thing that I definitely thought we needed to do or you need to do if that's in the position that you are. Um, the other thing I, I would express is as amazing as CrossFit is and as much as I will be the same person that said when I first started, I was just like everybody else. I wouldn't shut up about it. I talked about it. I wanted to do it. I would come home and be like, this is what I did, blah, 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 to the um, I want to compete. And then not I didn't get burned out as a competitor or anything like that just to the point where there's just different goals. I think everybody needs to step outside the gym. They need to, you don't have to live and breathe that, especially as an owner. You need to allot, hey, here's my hour. This is my my family hour, or this is my me hour. Not me hour as in working out. This is my me hour as I'm going to go binge watch Stranger Things. I don't, I don't know what it is, right? 
right? Great show, by the way. Great show. <laughs> Amazing. Reminds me of when I was a kid. Um, but you need that hour or a lot of time to do something that isn't CrossFit related as an owner, right? And, and I, yeah, I think you should get up. I think you, as an owner, should program for your gym. Um, I'm probably not going to be a fan favorite by saying this, but I, I'm not a firm believer of paying somebody to program for my gym. Right. I, 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 I offer something to people. Um, so I want to provide what I would call in-house programming. Uh, so I think you should program for your gym or have an understanding of why you're programming. Um, so I think you should set that time frame. Then I think you need to set an hour that says, this is when I'm going to work out. And then uh, you're going to set the hours of that you're going to coach. And then you're going to set the time that says, this is, this is Ryan's time. This is, this is Heather's time. This is the time that I do. I don't pick up my phone or if I do, it's not responding to somebody saying, how do I get a pull up that can wait an hour? Um, it can't, I'm so it, desperate to get my, pull because up, you know, you if know? you don't get that, if you don't get that hour window, you're never going to get that pull up. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, if you don't take that time, yeah, I mean, I can understand why Todd, who was the owner of Hammerdown got so burnt out. Um, when you're constantly, it's, it's not the, it's not the punch that knocks you out. It's the little jab that keeps coming. And it's not in a bad way. It's just, hey, what's the wad? Hey, uh, why didn't you enter this? Hey, why is this red like this? Hey, why is this this? Hey, why can't we have this? Hey, why can't we have that? Why don't we have heaters in the bathroom? I, I got it. I, 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 believe me, I've gotten those questions before. <laughs> why, don't we have, why is my toilet seat not heated? <laughs> right? Um, I can understand it's constant. It's, it's it's like when you're a kid and everybody just kept poking you and you're like, please stop. You know, I, yeah. I have three little kids. I, I sit there and tell them all the time, you've used your words for the day. Stop talking. Right. Um, and they're great. I love them. But at some point, you know, I can understand that burnout. And I, I don't ever want to get to that point. So yeah. one thing that I do for me is I travel. Mm. I travel a lot. Mm. So. Uh, I think I got Putacana coming up. What? I got Hawaii coming up, maybe Cabo, and then I think I got uh, Myrtle Beach. Or not Myrtle Beach, Outer Banks. That is awesome. But I'm sure some owners are going, but I can't leave. So that's a whole other issue. <laughs> if you can't leave, then you don't trust your staff enough, right? Um, I trust my staff. And, and granted, I'll tell you what, I will leave and go out of town. And then every day I'm like, uh, I need a morning update, an afternoon update, and an evening update. And it's not a, it's not like a laundry list of things. It's just, hey, it was a good day. It was really busy. Or, nah, we, we had a slow day. The wad sucked. Don't ever do that again. Um, and I'm cool with that. Um, you know, one thing that you asked about how we're unique, I like to be an open line of communication with with staff and members. So if they don't like something, I would rather them tell me about it instead of what happens in CrossFit gyms. And that's that, um, that gossip or that private. Oh yeah. You know, it's all, it's circling all around you. You never quite hear it directly. And then, but you know, everyone's unhappy. Yeah. So I, I, I encourage our members and coaches and anybody to just say it. My door's open. Give me a call. My daughter just walked in. Come here, baby. I'm on the phone. Um, give me one minute, okay? You guys go put your backpacks down. I have to. Yeah. She, I told you she <laughs> oh, yep. She's she's mad you're using her headphones. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I encourage everybody to, to have that conversation in any aspect. Um, because I can't fix things at the gym unless you tell me. And you telling me is not you talking to uh, John Doe behind me saying, well, you know, if we did this, 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 and this. No, just tell me and let's see if it's a, an actual solution or just you being a member and griping about why you don't have heat in the, in the bathrooms. All right? Heated toilet seats. I'm going to go to my affiliate today and tell them I want heated toilet seats. <laughs> You'd be surprised about some of the things that I have. Uh... I can't even imagine. <laughs> like, by the way, you think I'm kidding? Uh, hot tub. People I, have requested a hot tub in the new gym. Like, literally, can't even wrap my mind around that. Oh, and ice maker. I get that one a lot. Too. Oh, I get ice maker. I understand that one just because people that make shakes and stuff. But it's also kind of like get your own ice. So. <laughs> <laughs> I would never publicly say get your own ice. I might say that to you privately, but never publicly. Never publicly. I will say it, and then we'll just say that I said it. And you'd be like, there oh, somebody once yeah. said it. You said it. Heather said it, right? Yeah, Heather said get your own ice. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I backed that. Um, awesome. Well, Ryan, I will let you go be with your children so that you can get in your hour with them and then you can have an hour to yourself <laughs> yeah absolutely that's um, only my hour so yes though you're like well be with my kids but seriously thank you so much um no problem it's been awesome picking your brain just about the merger the brand just just so much good advice and it's cool to see even i don't know where you've come from and how you guys are growing and it sounds like the future is an exciting place for you to be so i'm excited to see where you guys go Absolutely. Yeah. Let me know the next one. I'm ready to do another one. Yeah. Ryan's like, I'm not done yet. Okay. Well, part two, Ryan Cage. There we go. (laughs) There you go. All right. You have a great day. Thanks. You too. Want to learn more about what affiliates are doing with their business? Our 2018 Box Pro Leadership Summit will take place November 14th through 16th. We'll bring together 40 premier affiliates for two days of roundtable discussions, networking, and fun. If you're interested in attending, email me at heather at peakmedia.com Peak is spelled P-E-A-K-E, or visit peakmedia.com for additional information.